peace in our human family. Volume of unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians start wars, they don't fight, they send the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors. Hello, hello everybody, everybody in the airwaves. Um, I got somebody, a very special guest, Midwest rapper. Uh, I feel like I'm on tour right now. I've talked to Southern rapper, legend from 3-6 Mafia, spoke to uh, up-and-coming artists in Delaware. Now we're in the Midwest. I'm, I'm loving the, the uh, American tour that we're doing right here. Hell got yeah. Caribbean rapper. Right, right. Shout out to all my Latinos. Got work on that brown and black, you know, relationship. Give them strong, you know. We the ones out here, you know. Oh yes, yes. I'm so glad that you say that because it's so important. Um, right, right. You know, I, I never would know divide shit. You know, uh, you know, it's unity, right. all one. You know, like you say, one love, one life. You know, it's all we're here right, for. Right, you know, right. Regardless of what you believe in, you only get one. So tarnished. Right, know? right, right. No, yeah. for real. Once we figure out that we literally have so much in common, not even just with ancestry and everything. We will we'll literally just be a force, you know. Right, right. An unstoppable <laughs> one at that. <laughs> we said, sorry. I, I, uh, oh no, no, I said an unstoppable one at that. No, you good, you good. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> now you said that you are the. Uh, l- let me look at your uh, Instagram because I was, I it kind of tickled me when I saw you put that. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's what's funny too. Like I've kept my um ever since I put it up, you know, at, like at uh at first, you know, like everybody, you know, sometimes they they think about quitting, but then uh. Back in 2018, really it's 2017, something gave me an extra a, a confidence, a boost to drive. And, you know, I've right. been really pushing off and, like, really taking it serious, you know, because, you know, like everybody, everybody raps, you know? <laughs> right, right. You call yourself the Peruvian Bruce Lee. <laughs> right, right. right, right uh, uh, where I'm from, uh, when I was real little, you know, uh, like, uh, I'm an only child, but a lot of my uh, boys, you know, my, I call them brothers, and a lot of my brothers were punk rock kids, like, you know, heavy right, metal, right. like, that. that's what's funny, like, uh, if I, I don't think if I was doing rap, I'd probably be doing, like, a band or, like, a punk rock band, but I can't sing, okay. and, you know, I can't play an instrument for nothing, but, uh, but, I, uh, but yeah, uh, they all used to call me Bruce Lee, because I used to have the hair like it, like, you can't tell with the hat, but, like, straight up, right. like, you can see pictures of me, you know, I'd go out just like that, you know, and I'd do the little stance <laughs> as a joke, you know, when he's right, in, uh, right. Enter the Dragon, you know. That's dope. That is so fire. So basically, you like kind of resemble Bruce Lee. That's how you got the name as the Peruvian. Yeah, Bruce and Lee. like uh, I say it in my <laughs> raps and whatnot. You know, like uh, and like how he's uh, like you know, calm, be water. You know, everybody's right, supposed right, to be right. hard. You know, like how his way, you know, thinking is you know, whenever since I've been a little kid was always a mentor to me in some way. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you're a juggalo as well, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I've been down since down uh, Jungle Saint Brothers, posse, right? Right, right. <laughs> been down since Jungle Brothers. Nineteen ninety nine is when I first got exposed. You know, uh, first got the Dark Carnival. You know, that touch of Fago in me. You know, you know, we've been right, doing right. it since that. And uh, and that's how, the thing too. Like I said, uh, who uh, 
honestly, you know, I'm 300, but uh, like, uh, mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is, uh, like, uh, back in '99, you know, that's when I really, uh, with the unity, like, of everything, like, that's what Juggalo is to me, you know, like, uh, you know, mm. setting people for who they are and whatnot, you know. Mm. I, I, I resonate with that. Um, when I did a uh, two day conference in DC with um, the working class party I'm involved with, we did a People's Congress and there were some juggalo people there too. Um, yeah, like they were. They, they, some take it seriously, like you know, there's it's like every group, you know, of of, of right. people or whatnot. Like you know, the hippies, they got some some hippie hippies, and then they got some hippies trying to change the world. You know, just right. just like with juggalos, there's some people that just want to party, and then there's some people that you know want to take it serious, you know, and do some uh, you know, benefits for the community or whatnot. And like uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, but like a couple years back, you know, the FBI, you know, they uh tagged us as a gang. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just about yeah. to get that. Um, yeah. The FBI has dropped yeah. a Yeah, and they just dropped a movie uh, recently a good called... Right, right. And there's just a movie that just actually came out in theaters that will be on DVD soon that uh, I think a second a second party did, but they interviewed mm -hmm. Insane Clown Posse, and it's called uh, Insane... Uh, or something, something inside you, or something like that. But it's 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 in theaters right now. It'll be on DVD. Right. But that's what it talks about is the FBI thing. You know, kind of goes more in depth. Like I'm not honestly too sure on the details because uh I've been down since like I said like Juggle Brothers '99. But from like 2000 and I want to say uh seven to about 2011, I took a break from like that whole scene because mm -hmm. I was trying to like not separate from that. But when I was with my group, we were trying to not you know be a coattail rider, you know, because right, you, right. you see a lot of groups that are like, oh, you know, just try to copy and mimic, you know, from like 3-6 to ICP to even like rock and roll, you see you see those cover bands, you know what I mean? We ain't trying to be no yeah. cover band, you know, at the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, and 3-6 Mafia, like, they have like a gang of rappers, you know. Right, 15, right, and that's the thing, man. too, like, Scamman, <laughs> you know, when I worked with Scamman and MC Max, shout out both them, you know, Legends right. of the Gang, shout you know, I, yep. I was honored, you know, like, when uh, MC Mac hit me up, like, uh, he had something on his his fan page or something like any artist, you know. Uh, if you want to do work, hit me up, and you know, shit. I was like really taking it serious. Then I was like, shit, man, might as well. So I left mm. him a comment. He hit me back up. You know, we got it cracking. I'm on uh two songs of his volume six, and then him and Scam Man were on my uh, volume six mixtape. So mm. that you know that was a pretty good lookout. You know what I mean? To them. Right, right. It's it feels great when the legends in the game are so humble and working right with right oh that is scam man for sure stuff. you know i mean mc mac too but you know like scam man you know like like when me and him talked i was like bro like you you and coop were like my shit you know when i was little listening to three six yeah. he's like hey i appreciate that bro you know and then yeah, like yeah. you can tell in the verse you know like he's just keeping it hardcore wicked you know what i mean so appreciate both right, of them right. on that for sure you know yeah i was telling him when i was interviewing him i was like bro like i didn't even know you were part of it i thought I thought I didn't know I didn't know you were part of Three Six Mafia, but I was right. very familiar with your music. Like I was, I, I knew your music. Like right, right, and that's the thing too. Like uh, when I'm, I was little, you know, like I'm a '90s baby. So when I was listening to Three Six, you know, I'm still a kid. And right, you know, right. when you're a kid, you don't, you can't, you know, really the the uh, uh, identify whose voice is who. So at first, I used to think like him and Coop were the same person. That's why I think I liked them too so much because they had mm. that. Da, 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 you know that that fast flow you know ripping it with right, the heart. Right. you know because like you know like uh that's real hip-hop <laughs> right right like uh everybody that's says like uh the migos are rapping the lord infamous flow and yeah i right, can right. see it but really they're rapping like coop but lord infamous yeah. and coop rap the same so i can see why people are dead nothing against lord either because they're probably taking you know what i mean like not taking yeah, but you know what i mean like powerful flows but right you know, right definitely because you know like coop had that uh like uh on dominations he had uh 
what is it, uh, religious uh, studies or whatnot. And you could tell in his music, like, he was really about, like, you know, like you and me were talking, like, you know, the world, you know. It wasn't this right, right. rando everyday thing, you know. Same with Lore, too, though. Right, right. Shout out your projects that you got going on real quick. I heard uh, right now uh, we, music. We, for the Halloween season. Like I said, I'm a juggalo. So we just dropped uh, my last volume to my Halloween series, volume four, Moonlight. And mm. we got uh, LSP, homie, uh, general of the LSP label, Scum, the Godfather of the Gore shit. And then uh, Damian Quinn out of Dark Half out of Wisconsin. He's also signed to LSP. Hottest in the game in the scene right now. What I'm doing uh, in my music, you know, right. like... Uh, to where I participate, you know, like all my music, everything, but you know, more juggalos and like underground, you know, of that genre usually bump my stuff, you know, you know, besides the nerds, the nerds always show me love, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but I mean, uh, juggalos is like some real underground hip hop. I have always right. respected, um, them. right. Um, and I appreciate that for real. And, and that's the thing, too. Like when I was coming up, it was, uh, you know, it was all about like, I mean, nowadays, too, like people always be assholes, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, right. like w- when you got took your bumps, you know, then, then they let you in, showed you love, you know what I mean? Like, uh, me doing these shows out here, I, I'm uh, doing songs and shows with dudes I used to look up to, you know what I mean? Like like right, I said, like, right. we're doing songs with Project Pat, doing songs with Scamming, doing songs with Fiend, yeah, we're gonna you know get, what I mean? We're going to get yeah. into that, the Project Pat, because, uh... Bro, that, hey, shout out Fiend. Ill, yo. Right. <laughs> shout out my OG Fiend. Yo, that's crazy, man. Right. <laughs> That's a legend in the game, hey, too, And that's right what I'm saying, there, like, man. you know, like, uh, in the beginning, like, uh, I ain't just trying to be one of these dudes out here that's saying, like, oh, I'm going to rap. Like, no, man, if, if I'm going to make this my career, if I'm going to make this my craft, my bread and butter, I'm taking right. it to the full extent. You know, I'm not just trying right. to, like I say, not, nothing against nobody, but be one of them bar bar bands, you know what I mean? It's right, looking right, for right. free drinks, you know, at the end of the night. Right. You know, I, I want to get paid, you know? Exactly. That's what we're but trying to do. But I also want to change the world. world. Yep. Right, right. But like Tupac exactly. said, I also want to change the world. And if I can, I want to inspire somebody to change the world. And when they hear my stuff, I want them to feel if they're alone, they're not alone. You know, I'm right there with them, you know, with the music. Like, I want them to think if he could get it, you know, if he if he can go through something so bad and traumatic and he made it, then I can make it. You know, I, right, I want to right. motivate people. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And um, so would, what would you say your, your, your genre is? If, because there's a lot of genres of hip hop. And there's right, only like uh, definitely five like, off my hand that's popular. And not many people know all the other genres. So would you put yourself in a horrorcore perspective? Or, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, that, and that's the thing, too, actually. That's I why I was kind of uh, sensing a little bit listening to you. No, music. no, I feel you, bro. Uh, like I said, in uh, two albums ago on my uh, Rule of Two, I got a song called... Uh, uh, rules and it's like an interview and uh, it talks about like me saying that I am considered you know a hardcore artist even though if people don't want to accept me as a hardcore artist I'd yeah, rather right. say to myself I am one because if I don't then if I do you know get a bigger buzz or whatnot then those people are gonna be like oh he's hardcore but he won't say he's hardcore I guess because he's wants to be mainstream so to mm-hmm. me it's like I might as well say I'm hardcore now and then them hate me for it Later down the line, but it, you know, it, it is that you know, ICP, Esham, wicked shit for sure. You know, right, like right, uh, right. wicked ties is like the style we call it. And when we were growing up with mm. the group I was originally in, it was because we listened to ICP and we were juggalos, but we were big influence too on like three six mafia and whatnot and all that shit. So right, like when right. we made the style of wicked ties nation, you know, that was the group name. You know, it was because it was the wicked shit, but it was also like hypnotizing you because we listened to the three six and how they would like. Like how Paul and, you know, DJ would play with the beats and, like, get you drawn in and whatnot. You know, because if you can listen to ICP, it's more comical on the old stuff. You know what I mean? Right, but, like, right, right, that right. 3-6 stuff that draws you and that makes you want to go on the ride and bump it with the system and whatnot. You know, that 
track or yeah, two, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. trail music. Right, right, right. And like, like I said, like uh, I, I, you know, I'm adopted. They got you know, trail I'm, like that nowadays, no more. And, and you know, that's the thing too. Like, uh, <laughs> right, right, like, like Masco Cream be shouting out, and he be doing it. But you know what I mean? But he's from the Midwest too, you know. Right, right, right. But uh, but yeah, I'm a big hip hop head too. Like uh, my mom oh, was really tell, into brother. music. Huh? I'm sorry. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, my mom was really big into music. Uh, my dad really wasn't, but he was really big into, like, old, like, hippie, like, uh, Pink Floyd and, like, The Mountain. You know, that classic, yeah. like, you know, old school man shit, you know, and, like, showing me, like, old blues players and whatnot. Because him and my yeah, grandpa yeah. used to go, like, because we're from St. Louis, you know what I mean? So they used yeah. to go to the old bl- uh, blues, like, cafes and listen to that stuff. So, like, Wait, I was Floyd always was up drunk. Here in, in, in St. Louis a little bit? Or did I, right. I hear that incorrectly? Well, I'm sorry? Was you saying Pink Floyd was also up there too? No, no, uh, um, actually, they they they're not from here, but my uh, my yeah. boy's dad seen them in St. Louis before they got oh, gotcha, big gotcha. in St. Louis. But what I'm saying is, my dad and my grandpa used to go to like blues shows, you know, in St. Oh, Louis yeah. and whatnot. Like, you know, so I was always, you know, exposed to different music from like, you know, like we never been with that one family. Like, oh, we just listen to country, so we ain't gonna listen mm. to nothing else, you know. Or we just listen to rock and roll, like. When I started rapping, they're like, "Yeah, I mean, we kind of figured you would do something with music, you know what I mean? Because right, I am right, from right. like a musical family. Like, uh, my grandpa, not my Man. dad's one, but my mom's one, was in an old school polka band. You know, when he got back from World War II, you know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the funniest thing too, because it's like uh, I never met him because I, <laughs> right, and I never met the guy because I, I was born after he passed away. You know, R.I.P. You know, veteran. Yesterday was Veterans Day. Shouts out all the real veterans out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hope you take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, so I was always like wanted to do something with music. Like my girl, like uh, I got more girl cousins than boys, and uh, they, you know, they used to listen to Boys to Man and you know Backstreet Boys. Because like I said, I'm a not I'm an '80s baby, but I grew yeah, up with yeah. '90s kids. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So like I, I, you know, like uh, what's that fucking uh, Candy Rain? You know, uh, all that classic R&B. You know, '90s kids music. You know, New Kids on the Block. So when I was around that, they were like, "Oh, this," you know, because I used to do that little dance and whatnot. And they're like, "This kid's gonna do something with music." So when I told my family, like, "Oh yeah, I mean that's cool," you know, hope it's going good, and hopefully it is, you know. Right, so, right, right. As of right now, it's going good. <laughs> we yeah, so. Let's get back to Project Pat real quick. Yes, sir. <laughs> How did that go down? Did you meet him through scamming? No, 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 no. Hold on, let me fix my hat. My bad, everybody. Uh, no, for real. Uh, so this is the thing about the uh, Project Pat feature. So shout out to Fiend, OG, Triple OG Fiend. You know, go cop his album, Mister International. John Triple OG. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no limit days. You know, you remember him back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. uh, he was on, I think, Dirty Glove or on the porch interview, and he had a thing like any artist, I'm talking any artist, I don't care what you do, you want a feature, hit me up. I'm trying to right, get paid right. and let's work. And I was like, fuck dude, I mean, might as well. You know, so I, I hit him up in the IG. I'm like, hey OG, always been a fan of you. Like uh when him and uh three six did the headbusters tape. That was one yeah, of my man. first, like, three, six Ooh. mafia tapes I bought, bro. And I was like, ooh. And, like, at the Ooh. time, I didn't know who Fiend was. So then like, that's when I got more exposed to, like, uh, No Limit stuff after I heard Fiend. Because I was like, oh, who's the Fiend? And then uh, right. I had him when he was signed to Rough Riders on a CD. And I never put the two to two together. You know, because, like mm. I said, like, when you're a kid, you just hear music. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. But, uh, but yeah, so I wrote him. He hit me back. He's like, yeah, bro. Uh, and I was like, yeah, pay- money ready. You know, every time I ever hit nobody up, like, a lot of people are like, man, 
I don't pay for features and all that. It's like, well, yeah, but I mean, off the strength, you might not get that feature. But if you PayPal ready, handle your business right, got your copyrights, know what you want to do with the song, they're going right, to right, fuck right. with you. You know, they, they yeah, want to exactly. fuck with people they work with. Unless you're giving them a big old bag, you know, then they probably right, don't give right. two shits. But, right. uh, but I hit him up, was like, hey, bro, PayPal ready. Be an honor to do a song. He's like, hey, let's get it. Sent him the track. Uh, it's called uh, Last Quarter. Go check it out. It's on volume seven in my CD Smoke Break, Fiend. And then uh, Fiend was like, hey, bro, anytime you ever want to do uh, art, you know, like a collabo with an artist down south, let me know. You know, I, I know a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, that's I bet you I'm fucking do, right? About. You know, so see, I was like, hey, the shit I like right, right. and I was like, Project Pat. And he's like, bet, bro, let me see what I can do. So then I hit up Pat after he hit up or uh, he hit him up. You know what I mean? Something like that. You know, it was like he was like, hey, bro, I'm up, you know, this young boy's going to hit you up. You know, he's ready. So then when I did the Project Pat, I hit him up. And I think I was more or less talking to him or his, uh, like, probably his publicist. You know, like, you know, his uh, person that takes care of his business. But, like, I did talk to him one time on the phone. Shout out, Pat. Because, uh, you know, with Drake and him just did that song, you know, my boys all been running up. Like, bro, you've been doing songs with Pat. You know what I mean? So you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. always right there with Drake, you know? So that yeah, was yeah. a good look. But, yeah, so me and Pat did the song. And then uh, it's more like a strip club song, too. And, like, it kind of sucked because right, right. it was right when COVID hit. So I was going to try to push uh, it in the club, you know, because it would have been popping. Yeah, right, because yeah. I, I got a couple homegirls, uh, you know, at the clubs, you know, and, they're, you know, they're dancing to it for sure. So I was like, bam, I'm going to get it popping in there. Because, you know, if girls like it, then that makes the guys listen to it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, it's, it's all like, a, like a, I heard uh, Mike Jones say it once, like, he when he was coming up, he was making strippers their own song. You know, I was like, yeah. ooh, that, that's a good idea because it's like an intro to, to, to you know, like, to, like, a, like a wrestler has an intro. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I was yeah. like, they're going to use it. But yeah, um, after we did the song, that's on Smoke Break too, the Project Pass song with the Fiend song. So you can check that out on Spinnerilla, iTunes. All my music nice. too is free. You know what I mean? As of right now, you know, like when we're going to drop my actual official first EP, that might be like three bucks. But a lot of my stuff I like making free. And like, I'll still press up CDs. Because like I say, I'm a 90s kid. So I like uh, having that, you know, the cover. I remember opening the CDs, looking at the insert. You know what I mean? So like for the collectors, yeah. I do that for. And, I you mean, know, J. Cole too, was you know still I mean? doing that, too. And that was right. in 2007 or 8. Right. And, like, vinyl's getting big again, too. Like, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. I, don't, I know I don't got a fan base for that, but at eventually one point, I think that'd be dope. You know, have a Mr. Yeah, Green vinyl. Right, yeah. right. Like, I just bought the Koopsta vinyl, and, like, it's dope as shit. Like, it has the cover. The uh, vinyl's all green inside. You know, like, it really done up nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. Um, so, have you ever considered, because... I always wanted to know what is the disconnect between um, metal music, post let's even post metal. Let's start with post metal. Post metal music and rappers. Right, there's right. such a connection because I was a, I was an emo kid back in the day. I got some crazy video footage of my emo days. No and, way. You know, you saw people like Hollywood Undead. You saw people like um, who was new, Broken uh, Broken Side. I don't think they're big anymore, but they were like mixing rap and post metal together. Do you ever consider yourself collabing with a post metal uh, band or oh, yeah, like, post metal uh, artist? Like to me, like a, a lot of that stuff. You have like, like the uh, aspect. That sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, have sound. the sound with your music just just off of like um this how this how you sound. It can it can mesh really well with with right. a post metal with a post metal hit. Right, and I, I'm definitely gonna keep that in consideration. But yeah, like uh, I look at that like when I first like I said like was gonna be in a band. Like, at first I was with the rap group, but I'm talking about, like, actually being in a band, like, when I was a real right. kid. 
uh, you know, like a childhood garage band type stuff. I was right, gonna right. be like the pink, like not the Pink Floyd, uh, like the Lincoln Park, like be the right. rapper. My one boy was gonna like go, Lincoln sing, Park. yeah, yeah, like like sing, and then you know we were gonna have a band. But then like everybody like that played an instrument really wasn't about it. And then after a week, mm. you know, they're like, I'm done. So that's when I kind of just stuck with rap, you know. Anyway, but uh, but that yeah, is I mean, exactly I, I definitely what I'm would. talking about right there. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm talking about. There are some guitarists that are phenomenal. This is an issue I had talking with somebody because i know a lot of bands um who was i was talking about with this it was some guitarist that was like a phenomenal guitar um a guitarist on post metal music and all types of metal music and he's like he could shred so hard and um he was like i don't know if i'm like biased but i just don't know how i can fit what i have into like a rap song and i'm like bro this is this guitar solos and mad rap jokes Hard, right y'all, like, y'all gotta ignore the mainstream that. shit the mainstream <laughs> shit gets too much clout there is so much nuance to hip-hop that they oh, don't yeah. know oh, it's yeah. like bro you would oh my god you don't understand like if you genre bend then you just devil i'm a, I'm a real thing about it because the funny thing <laughs> that you say that my producer you know like my in-house producer my brother from another mother shout out sir daryl he was from like something like that. Like he used to do tours for like Hot Topic back in the day, and uh, yeah, do acoustic. back when Hot Topic was the shit. Yeah, yeah like did the acoustic <laughs> tours, and he was in like actual, you know, like you say, hardcore bands because he was the guitarist. But then like right. there was no money in it. He said, and he was like, "Bro, I, you know, it's hard to be in a band when I can make a beat and make more money because you don't have right. to see my face. I could send this across the, the country, the world, and still get paid." You know, right, and being right. in the comfort of the home, you know, besides being with 12 other dudes just trying to make it. Because, you know, shout out Slipknot, I want to say, but everybody's not going to have the success like Slipknot. Just like with every Slipknot rapper, they're not going to have the success. They can Slipknot push it. is mad different. They have right. mad band members. I don't know how they all get paid. Right, really bro. Know. Right, right. At the end of the check, for real. <laughs> but yeah, but that, but that was the thing, like he said, like when uh, me and him started working together, he was like, yeah, bro, I came from like actual rock and roll bands. It just there wasn't no money, and like a lot of my shit uh, is uh, you know, like like it's all from scratch or it's all from him. So all them guitar right, riffs, right, right. all them uh, every beat, you know. Besides, if it says like my homeboy Big Walk or any other producers tag you here, but all my usual shit is produced by him, and you can tell like he's you know, like you said a real musician. He's really playing the guitar. It's not just like him clicking buttons and whatnot. Yeah, you right, know? right, right. Uh, and that's a, that's a, that's another thing that um you just reminded me because uh a lot of people for some reason think that hip-hop beats do not apply to music theory like they right, just think that, that no, it's no, mad easy to make hip-hop beats and it's like no you need right. a keyboard just like everybody else you need right like when we were starting the group uh i remember when we were starting the group we were we were trying to buy the equipment and we got one of them all in one machines and that was the biggest like scam in the world because you know like it says it could do it all but then you need this then it needs that right, right. so then we bought the uh program and i know fruity loops was popping at the time but we didn't have fruity loop money so we bought oh, like Fruity Loop was the shit. Right, bro. Even if you day. had the crack version, that was dope. But so, but we bought like a cheap wannabe target version that you could still upload uh MP3s and WAV files. So we were right, doing right. like the jack of beat on LimeWire. And that's the thing too, like with the Wicked Ties thing, like that's what was our style. Like uh Knuckle Your Buck yeah. was the biggest song when we were coming out in 07. And uh we took that beat and played it backwards and forward. Now you can't do this with all the beats because you hear the metronome. But that beat sounded dope, and that was like one of the first uh, rap songs that me and my group did that we showed people, and people were like, "Oh, oh you man, this take is the cool. metronome out." The metronome yeah, yeah. was still in there. 
Yeah, yeah, like because it was on a mm. like a, a Jack B from LimeWire, so like you would oh, hear okay, some, gotcha. you know, because it wasn't properly like made. So like if you played it right with the right, you know, because we would play it forward and then also play it backwards at the same time. Don't do that. They're gonna think you sold your soul to see. Right, 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 right. For sure. <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, bro. Like so, that Don't was the first that. Wicked Tie sound. But you know, then like I said, like the group broke up, and now I, you know, I just say the Wicked Tie sound is this. You know, me doing the damn. You know what I mean? Right, right, you right. Know? This is a journey, man. Like you, you are very astute. Right, um, right, and like I said, like I, I'm, I'm trying to be a student of hip hop, but also be that teacher. Yeah. You know, at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, how long you been in the game so far? So, like I said, like, uh, I started out in 07 when I was 17 uh, mm-hmm. with the group. You know, we were more like a juggalo, create, you know, like juggalo creation of a group. But my one boy who rapped like T.I. but sounded like Little Wayne, uh, sounded like Little Wayne was, uh, you know, more gangster with it. You know what I mean? Shouts out my boy, Sign. He'll be home to uh, 2015, uh, 2025. He's my brother, mm-hmm. but uh, he's doing a bid right now. But uh, when he got in the group, he was more G with it, like I said. So it was more like three juggalos and my boy that's a, like a d-boy you know what i mean but we were a dope yeah, yeah, yeah. like that kind of like that three six kind of blend with that icp like i said like that wicked ties so mm-hmm. uh we were there we probably did the group thing till about 2010 and then all of us broke up because there was four members and then all of us like kind of went our own way and me and this other cat stuck together for about another two to three years and then we had our own personal fallout you know, because you can't drag everybody to the studio and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, some people yeah. think it's going to be overnight, and some people don't want to work. You know what I mean? Some people don't have the real drive, you know? like, right, And right. I've seen it. Like, I, like, And that's why I'm kind of glad I said in an interview I took a hiatus. Because if I think I would have got there at 17, I might have messed up. Because some people that get there end up fucking it up. And, I, you know, oh, like, yeah. now where I'm at now is, you know, like, uh, they say uh, when you're 30. You see that with Disney old, stars all the time. Right. Right, right, and like, uh, they say like, uh, when you're young, you don't know the business tip. Now that I own my own rights and whatnot, like, and getting money out of this, it's like, yeah, bro, I'm glad I did because somebody could have bought all my publishing or somebody could have made me sign a, a whack deal that I'd still be under, you know? Right, right, yeah, we talk about hear. that a lot on the podcast. We talk about that all the time, right? And Especially like these young kids always talked about, yeah. Right, because like I remember this one time, uh, before me and the, the, the dude that was in the group split. A guy wanted to sign us, but he was trying to give us a big advance. But when we started looking into the paperwork, it was like, oh, we're not even going to be artists. We're just going to be more or less lackeys, and you're going to use our music right. to, for you. But Which is, like, good, but, I mean, like, at an end, if you're going to be a ghostwriter, but I'm not trying to be a ghostwriter. Right. You know, and, I'm, I'm trying to be an artist. pay all that shit back. <laughs> right, and that's the thing, too, too. It was, like, on some janky stuff, you know, like, an extra 30%, you know, like, what, hey. You know, it was like getting a title max loan. <laughs> you know, right, right. You know, and, right. And, but and uh, you ever heard of uh, this artist named Jewel? She's on. She's a totally different genre from what we do, but she's more like folk. Yeah, you yeah. Heard of Jewel? No, no, she's no. This, uh, so Jewel is this um, white girl that was uh, raised in Alaska. Um, okay. She was raised with her family were uh, basically like uh, coexisting with ind- the indigenous people up there, the Inuit, the Inuit right, people right. up there. Um, and they were uh, living off the land. So she came from a very, like, um, humble but very rough background. And when she got into the city, um, she was talking about, let me be real quick with the story. She was talking about how she had to adjust. She had to live out of the car and all this stuff like that. And then she was saying that she got big because um, she basically was hustling to get money from, um, not hustling to get money, but, like, hustling um, at cafes to like get them to have food sales and then she make all the ticket sales. 
Um, she got big off the radio. But one thing about her that she was saying that um that that resonated with me, um, what she was saying is just like how how she literally was offered a million dollars up front and she turned it down. And she was 21, 20 years old, which right. is astonishing. It could have used that for sure. That age, right? Say, Fuck yeah, I'm taking a bill yeah. up front. Especially from something, you know, like, uh, luckily, like I said, like I'm adopted. So I got, you know, I love my parents. They helped me out tremendously, especially like what, what, what you see in my story, you know what I mean? With all the shit I've been through, if I didn't have them, like I'm a very, uh, nurture a nature person i'm about nurture you know you can be in a fucked up environment but if you have a support system or somebody there for you you can do tremendous things you know what i mean because exactly. uh, where i stay at you know like outside of st louis you know uh a lot of people that had better opportunities than me that could have went thousands and they're doing wait you know god bless them hoping better but they're doing way worse than me so it ain't about where you're at it's about how you how you take it you know so yeah, i, I right. feel you on that with her because she didn't sell her soul you know what i mean no she didn't and she ended up being the only person on her label that survived. Yeah. Because everybody else took the back, took the upfront, and she accepted only the back end. Right, so right, she right. ended up, she wasn't, because you know how that goes. If you take the uh, million up front, that means you got to have a number one album. Yeah, yeah, or at out. least like a couple good, yeah, at least a couple good singles. You right, know? At least, or at least a couple good singles, something that's going to pay that back, because if you don't, they're going to watch you on your second, and right. you might get dropped right there. Right, like, look at but, Joe Budden. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know if you ever looked into his story, but he had that, uh, what was that? That classic Joe Budden song, that number one. That was his number one hit, but it didn't recoup his money, and that's how he got dropped from Def Jam, you know? Right, right, right. More yeah, or less, you know? House. Yeah, they, whew, that was a fire group. Fire group, man. I'm so mad it didn't last. <laughs> right, no, for real. They and that's the thing, too. Shit. Like I was saying with uh, one of my interviews, like, it's hard with groups when uh more when just one person wants to do do the work you know some people want to do the clout some people want to be there for the girls some people just want the end result you know but it's like it don't work like that you know we ain't all just a beaver with it you know right and at the end of the day what happened with her is that she didn't have a number one album until years later but she was able to stay on the label because the budget to to get her to do shows and stuff like that, it was very low. They was like, bro, we only spent like $26 on her last week. Let's keep her on the label. Because she right. was driving herself to shows. And she was she she went to Bob Dylan um, and she hooked up with Bob Dylan and Bob Dylan like gave oh, no her like, a huge opportunity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bob Dylan that's all really, it is too. Really An opportunity. Yeah. Bam. You know, shoot you up. And that's what I'm saying. She did it the right way. She, right, he, right. Hey, shout out Drew. She did it the right way. Right, shout out for sure. Don't take the fucking two million, take the back end. Right. Live off the back end. <laughs> right, right, right. For real. For real. <laughs> That's some real shit right there. Um, because you don't you don't you don't want to get fucked by these uh uh freaking corporate companies nah. and stuff and nah, nah, that's all real. they want. They just want to give you money up front so they can make money off of you being in debt. Right, it's a right. Great thing to be in debt in, the, in this country. It's a trillion dollar business. <laughs> no, no, for real, for real. <laughs> and um, so who you looking? Who you looking at now? What's your big projects going on? Right uh, now? right now we're working on the winter tape, and it's gonna be uh the Wicked Whispers of Winter, and it'll be probably dropping around uh I want to say the twenty second of December. I got mm-hmm. another show in December with Twisted. You know that, so they're right up there with ICP on that level. And like I said, I listened right. to them as a child. It's like three six. So opening up for them is a dream come true. Like I remember right. uh, telling Cash when I was a kid, you know, I'm gonna rap with ICP and Twisted, and them clown me 
Now look at me. I'm doing it. I'm doing the damn thing. Like I said, doing songs with Project Pat. Like I remember telling people I'm going to be songs with 3-6 and people would make fun of me like, oh, no, you ain't. But look right, at me right. now. You know what I mean? It's yeah, all on you. Yeah, it's all are, on you. you know? like that, and like yeah. I said, that's what I want to do with my music. I want to motivate people. Like if this cat can do it, if he can put his mind to it, then you can put your mind to it and do whatever you want. Not just be a rapper. Shit. Like I said, like I want to inspire people to uh, be the best they can be. You know, if I can't change the world, well, maybe I can inspire you to change the world. You know, right, 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 right. Lead by that I mean, example, like you said. That's that's literally working class struggle one on one. Just right, for sure. That seed. If you can't do it, then the next person could. And right. That's all it takes. And if they can't do it, somebody's going to do it. Right. And, and that's the thing too. Like uh, my brother one time said, uh, you can't get mad when people take hours that you don't want to. Right, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> like straight up, like you said, like with old girl. You know, she knew what she was going to have to do. She knew she was going to have to bust. But At a young age. Yeah, right. And that's what I'm saying, too. Like, that's why old, I'm glad I didn't get down like a million that. Dollar up if I would, I, I, right, because if I, I know if I would have been there, where I'm from, was, whew, that's a hard, uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to buy a brick. <laughs> the heartbeat, yo. Right, right. Got the whole block jumping. <laughs> you know? like, I would have bought my mom a house the next day. Hey, for real. <laughs> for real. But uh like, Bob, this is shit now. All right. right. And that's the goal too for me, you know. But uh, but yeah, so we're working on that. And then next year, like I said, we're uh hoping to drop my official EP because everything I've had, I got about like seven to ten projects out, but they're all been mixtapes from like 2018 till now. And right, uh right. I got a couple exclusives because my label, uh who I'm signed to, uh who I got my distributing deal with, they got an exclusive deal with Spinnerilla. So if you ever want some exclusive shit, like the gathering of the juggalos that this happened, I dropped a mixtape. I dropped it there, handed out about 100 copies, and I was like, hey, keep this because I'm not going to re-drop this. And it's on Spinnerella exclusively. You know what I mean? Mm. And I got a song with one of the bigger producers and in that scene, Devereaux. Shouts out Devereaux on a beat. Mm. And he's been doing shit. Like, he just uh, produced half of the ICP new album, uh, Bedlam Bedlam. You wait, know, wait, wait. have you met? And, have uh, you met them? Like all? Uh, you well, all that's the thing too. Okay, so the, the, I got, I got to tell this. I got to tell this because, like I said, I'm a juggalo yeah. at heart. Always be down with the clown. Uh, wait, wait, wait. When I did the meet and greet for Three Six Mafia, when I met Coop, that's the only right. person that ever gave me like starstruck. Because, like I said, like there's a, like him and Esha, my favorite two rappers, you know. But mm, uh, mm, mm. but uh, he came yeah. in. Right, he came in and he was like, "What up, y'all?" And he slapped my hand. I'm like, "What up, Coop?" And he's like, "What up?" And I was like, "What up, Coop?" And he knew I was starstruck. Well, then, like you know, he walked away and said to everybody else. And then me and Crunchy Black were talking, and uh, we were smoking out in the back of the, the venue. And uh, this one uh, ninja came up and he was like, "Man, what's up, Crunchy?" He's like, "Oh, what's up, bro?" Da 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 da. And then ICP was doing an interview with somebody like not even six foot away from me. Crunchy Black and this other cat. And this other cat was like, I thought he was like going to blow up from so much time, but I get it. You know what I mean? Right, right, but, right, you know, right. he was like, man, I can't believe it. I'm right here close to, to ICP. You know what I mean? Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, but yeah, bro. But I mean, this is motherfucking Crunchy Motherfucking Black Academy <laughs> Award winner. And he was like, my motherfucker. And like, that's why Crunchy yeah. Award, you know what I'm saying? Like, he always shows me love and shit. Like, every time he's in the city and whatnot, or I go to three, six shows, he's always finding me in the crowd. Like, hey, what up, Mr. Green? So shout out Crunchy, too. And I'm going right, to right, hopefully right. get a track with him soon enough, you know. Hit him hard entertainment. Go check them boys out, you know. But I know yeah, what but- it feels like to be starstruck when you see somebody that has influenced you so much. Right, man. right. And that's the thing, too. Like, I, I get it. Because, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I was with Coop, this way this cat was with the clowns. But the way he was going about was really hound doggish. I was right. just more or less like, damn, bro, like. Can't believe Did I'm you seeing you in life. That you were gonna freak out like that. 
Huh? Did you expect that you was going to freak out like no, that? No, no, not for real. And like I said, like, I didn't <laughs> tell him or nothing. Like, I did music or nothing because I was just there as a fan. And, like, and I know right, how right. it is when you're doing meet and greets. You got a hundred other motherfuckers that are going to be like, oh, man, your music changed my life. Just that and a third. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? You know, that just being there was cool enough. Few times when I, when I met uh, Charity Crawford on Zoom. Oh, okay. Um, his uh his publicist was uh doing the Q and A and they uh they chose me randomly and I was able to talk to him for ten minutes. I Hell was teasing yeah. hard. I didn't right. know I did I, I, I could have breathed for a second. I didn't realize right, right. that he had such right, an you're in that me. moment too. Like, damn, I didn't think this was gonna happen. You know, what right, I'm saying? Right. like in my whole life, I'm right here. You know. But like, but that's why like I, right right but that's why like it was cool with the country black thing with the with the old boy too because you know like you know like, that's when he knew I was a real three six fan you know too like I wasn't just some dude that, like just knew from popping the collar like I bought his you know his uh solo CD I think it was uh I forget, I think it was uh Robin something was a title back in the day but you know what oh, I mean yeah. like I you know like I said I'm a fan of both you know so I, you know but yeah. but yeah that that was that was one of my fun stories about the meet and greets you know of all them. But yeah, like I said, like with the gathering, you know, you see them all the while, like they'll walk around like Shaggy and uh, Creep was all walking around that night, you know, fucking with Juggalos and shit. It was a real good time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real, bro. What it's, it's, so what's the negativity with Juggalos? I've never actually looked into it because so every like, Juggalo uh, person that I've met has been Right, like, chill. okay, so when I was in it, when I was coming up, it was usually like uh, a skeevy stoner, you know, or like yeah. uh, somebody that was like uh, trying to be, uh, you know, like a gangster, but wasn't a gangster, you know, like, or, or yeah. some stereotypic type bullshit like that when I was like coming Like everybody up. else, though. Everybody yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And that's when I was coming up, like, <laughs> in the early, like, not or the late nineties in the early two thousands. That's that's how it was. But then, like right. when I took my little hiatus and came back, you know, then the like stipulation was like, oh, if you're a juggalo, you do math, and like you can see, I got all my teeth. So, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, you know, we don't do that around here, you know. And then that's just like, all right. And then the gang thing happened, you know, the gang tag happened. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, bro, because yeah. like it was funny. Uh, I was going Christmas shopping a couple years back, and I wasn't hot topic. And uh, I was just like, oh, man, I'll go see, you know, what kind of ICP stuff they had. And I couldn't see it, like, with the band stuff. So I go to the girl, and I'm like, hey, uh, do you sell ICP clothes here still? And she kind of looked at me, and she kind of, like, you know, like, the, the, you know, the, no. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, my bad. Because I remember when this place used to have, like, hellish gates, not this glass window yeah. design. <laughs> you know, like, like you said, like, yeah. Hot Topic was Hot Topic. You when know? Hot Topic was Hot Topic. Right, now right. Like Justin Bieber. <laughs> Right, like uh, <laughs> my boy's sister used to go go in there all the time, and I remember me and him being little kids, and we were like, "Bro, we're going to see Dracula." <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, right. but no. So when that happened, I was like, "Damn, that's crazy," you know. So you know, that's that's awesome because you know. Uh, so like, are the, uh, uh, here here here's something funny. I just thought about this. I'm like, I just thought about. I've never met a white girl juggalo. I, I bro. Met, I'm not juggalos in all different races, but I don't no, think no, there's some bad jugglers. I mean, there's some bad jugglers for real. Definitely some, uh, you know, some woodies with some booties for sure. Especially yeah. you're seeing them at the gathering for sure. Oh, okay. Because you know? I was, because I was saying, because like, because you were saying her reaction, she was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Was right, like, right. But she was like definitely more like gaudy, you know. I don't know. Right, right. She was like that average, <laughs> you know, not trying to be stereotypical, but she was that average hot topic like. No, you don't listen to my Turner of Rock. Who the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm sorry. I don't have your boyfriend's cover band on my iPod. <laughs> you know? 
I bet it. I bet his foreign movie is gonna go real good in the at the Sundance Theater, though. No, <laughs> I met so many black juggalos. Like they squad. Yeah. Like, shouts out to yeah, the black bro. juggalos. Shouts yeah, out to the black out, juggalos. And they all, you know, like I said, all juggalos show me love. Black, white, you know, Latino, you know, Asian, you know, Indian, whatever you is, you know, juggalos yeah. are one, you know, one. And that's the thing too with the stereotypic. Like a lot of people think it's like some goofy white trash dude, you know, that yeah, does yeah. math, you know, like nowadays, every, that's white, just, that's... every white guy that I met was a juggler was cool as shit too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like a lot of jugglers I know own their own business. Like uh, the people yeah. that do my uh, vinyls and my merch for stickers, it's called juggalo creation. And it's, and it's uh, a juggalo owned, you know, they're both married, you know, and whatnot. And, you know, make money doing the thing they love, you know, and they, right, and they help right. out LSP and stuff. So if you get stuff from LSP, you'll probably get one of my free CDs, you know? So oh, word, shout out word, them, word. juggalo creation. Word. Yeah, because I feel like it's like a, a, it's like one of those like music fraternities that like have been around for so long, right, like, it's like right. almost like legendary now. Right, like, right. It's like um, <laughs> like I was the gonna Bay say Hives. like uh, not, uh, how could I put it? It's like uh, like you said, like a club within a club. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know, like it's, it's, like it's kind of like a, in a way. Right, right. It's like uh, the, like the dead. How they call them deadheads? It's really like yeah, that. You deadheads. Know? Some might be dead, cool. Yeah. You know, some might be some fucking weirdos, but you know, majority <laughs> of them are just normal people. You know, right, 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 right. Oh, uh, Mr. Green, man, I could talk to you forever, man. I hey, bro, we'll like, do a part two for sure. Vibe. Yeah, we yeah, do we'll a do a part, part two, two yeah. for sure. Because I'm gonna keep it real too. Like I, I charge my phone, but it, it's uh, it's at ten percent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I have a one o'clock that I have to go to. So, oh no, you're good, bro. Yeah, and that's the thing too. That's why I hit you up about all the time because, like I said, I'm from the Midwest, so I was just trying to right. get it. But yeah, bro, we'll definitely get a part two going. So if you want to ask me two more and then we'll wrap it up and then come back, that's cool with me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one more question. One more yeah, question, yeah, yeah. just in case. All right, so have now we talked about Three Six Mafia, um, and we talked about Insane Clown Posse and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of uh, Falling in Reverse? Nah. So Falling in Reverse is a post-metal band that also includes hip-hop elements within their genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, it kind of reminds, it kind of gives me an idea of what I pictured of what you could do with that because you already got great music. Average that, for real. Imagine, imagine, like, I'm just imagining your raps on drop D chords. Ooh, that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely looking Some serious it. drop D chords. Hey, like, what you're saying, my producer would love. Like, he, he's all about it. Like, we were going to come out with an album called Lemon Drops, and it was going to be like all like uh, how uh, Nirvana used to do, like that uh, MTV Live with all acoustics. Kind of do it with, like all acoustics, but me rapping. Kind of like on Ooh. some, uh, yeah, dirty hippie Ooh. shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, some dirty hippie shit. Yeah, like uh, I don't know if you ever seen it, but there was a Kevin Gates thing, and he was uh singing like Blink One Eighty Two songs, the Red Hot Chili Pepper songs, and yeah. that's how we kind of got the idea for it. it. Was like, bro, if you had an acoustic version of that, and then you rapped like uh a version of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like we started doing our own stuff that could take off because a lot of people do like that, like that that are uh, like how I don't want to say like scared, scared. But some people mm-hmm. that are scared to get in other genres, that's how they get into it. Because like you what, say, like somebody, yeah, somebody works with somebody else. They're like, like how Twisted did. They went on the uh, last yeah. Warp tour. And right. the majority of those were rock and roll bands. They probably never right. even heard of Twisted or right. heard of right. rap, you know. But mm-hmm. then they see these guys and like, oh, okay, I'm going to beat them. And then they might not have been juggalos, but they might still love the craft, love, you know, love the other people they might find through it. So, yeah, right. definitely. I'm always down to work for sure. That's why that's why I like about the young the young nigga game. Cause, right, like, you got- right. Uh, rest, uh, XX Toxian, even though he was flawed in his way, but he was still a kid. 
Well, but he, he right. a lot of his music was influenced genuine love by for children like, and, and like and everybody too. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, you it, know, a lot sure. of his music was influenced by like a lot of post metal bands and like he right. did a great job meshing trap music, hip hop into a post metal feel. Like he has oh, yeah. a, a and album same like with Little Uzi like, too. Like you could tell yeah, that like as well, if you yeah. listen to Marilyn Manson, his first couple projects, and then you listen right. to like Uzi uh, take over the world. Right. They're similar. Like, I swear to God, like, oh, because my sister was really big in, like, you know, like I said, like, the Hot Topic scene back in the day, like, you know what I mean? So I, I never talked that. about that, but I, I kind of heard Marilyn Manson riffs in Little yeah. Uzi's project. The yeah. project you're talking about. I heard about, I heard that. So it's like, they're already showing, like, how Love. fucking, like, rock can still, like, yeah. exist with hip-hop. So what, what genre do we call that when it starts getting really, really big? Right, you know, and then like, and like you said too, that brings that? up the debate like who made rock and roll, you know? Because oh, you yeah. know it's from no, blues, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know exactly. it's from blues, so it's yeah, always gonna it's like roots. it's always gonna go back in full circle. Like uh, it's like a it's like a season, you know what I mean? Like eventually it will be one, and when everybody wants to be one, that's how I look at music. Right, really, right. you know, music right. music is the language of its own, you know. Exactly. You know exactly. that's how people connect. You know, like and like they say, like on some philosophical out of the world stuff like if that's how really if there's stuff out there i guarantee they listen to music too you know what i mean mm-hmm. why wouldn't you you know you know exactly it's beautiful oh, oh man all sure. right let's get out let's we gotta get we gotta close this up oh for sure, for sure. yeah yeah hey, like i said we're doing part two right right all right all right mr green check check them out uh shout hey, out to comics again for the for the record mr green yeah yeah uh, go shit. check out the latest Halloween four, Halloween four. After that, it's with my homie Big Walk Underground, St. Louis producer. You're gonna know about him. You know about Metro Boom, but you're gonna know about Big Walk. Rule of two on that Star Wars, but this ain't your daddy Star Wars. And shout out my brother, big uh, shout out my brother Sir Daryl. Like I said, like he's my home house producer. Go check out all my stuff on iTunes, Spinnerella, YouTube, all free. That's all I ask, and you just listen to it once because I get that little money. But that little money adds up, you know. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, soon enough, we're going to have the web store up. And you can see me live, like I said, for Twisted, December 19th at Pops. Hit me up if anybody needs tickets. December 19th at Twisted. Where where, where, in the Midwest? uh, Yes, sir. uh, St. Louis East Side uh, at Pops Nightclub. Hit me up. Uh, Follow my IG. Mr. Green for you is it. Uh, Facebook. If you hit me up, any artists, any fans, you know, somebody will get back to you if it ain't me. For sure. Wait, wait. Shouts out to the juggalos out there. Hey, they appreciate don't that. Enough love. Right. So woo, woo, L's up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Mr. Green. Have a good day. And hey, bro, you too. Day. Hey, we're going to get number two cracker, too. So yes, good luck. Yes. Let's stay in touch. Definitely, okay. definitely. I'll send you a link to my newest stuff when it drops. Oh, definitely, definitely. Thank Man. you so much. Appreciate the love. Shout out and support. Everybody. Have one life, day. one love. One love. Effectively transforming community. And our human family Volume and unity Divine light shining individually Collectively transforming community Peace in our human family